everyone, and welcome to the Rack and Tour Collection. Oh my uh, gosh, that's awful. <laughs> yeah, that was not as uh, I'm all as bubble, I would have, yeah. all carb. For anyone out there who does not know, the Rack and Tour Collection is a podcast about everything and nothing all at the same time, usually centered around nerdy topics. Mm. Today, joined by co-host Jack, and again, joining us from the deep, the deep, <laughs> the, the deep. The, I, I tried to say deep and depths at the same time. Yeah. That's what happened. The, the deep deeps. depths, the deeps of the, the dungeon. Deep, Michael. Deep, Michael, deep welcome space. back. Yeah. It's so good to have you back, Michael. It's hey, actually thanks for catching me before I got <laughs> like five steps down. Yeah, uh, who's gonna carry your pigeon? The way that time moves, you know. I oh yeah. yeah. I literally, they were like, "Hey, we're time. already recording this next podcast. You know, if you want to yeah. come back up here." I was like all right yeah <laughs> i guess i will so yes yeah, yeah. here we are um but uh you know it's good to have you michael i was actually thinking about this it's you know we had D for a while and that was great um it was and often and i think about this more i think since work has been taking more of my time but there's not often where like i have dedicated time to like hang out and see people so like the mm. podcast with jack now getting Michael in here more often, I it's really nice just to be like, oh hey, you know what? Like this is something that we can put time into, we can put energy away from work, we can escape, you know, from because sometimes I feel like it's very easy, especially for me, to fall into that cycle of work and then just nothing and then yeah. work and then so then you feel like your actual life isn't actually happening, and so it's always nice to get Definitely. a little bit more, <laughs> a little more in there. No, I I agree. Sometimes like you kind of get in just the. That weird just work habit of like you come home, like you rest or you make dinner, you clean, you go to work and like you yeah play some games for an hour or like, you know, you kind of have like this weird, very non-social cycle, which yeah. works for some people. Like I don't mind doing that, but at the same time, it's it's nice to get out and actually interact with people every, yeah. every now and then because this is about I don't like do anything. Because I don't have like, a lot of friends, I'm not trying to do like I'm not trying to have like, a pity party. I'm just like, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't yeah. like have a lot of people that I hang out with, and so like it's it's nice to like, just like come over and like see Charlie. Well, that kind of falls into what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. And so I'll throw this at you, um, a more positive spin, if you will. But I got it. how many guys do you know that you can like just be like, hey, let's just talk about you know Shadow of the Colossus, and they're gonna right. be like, what's oh, the topic? They're gonna be like, what? You know, or or just like any of the topics that, you know, we've talked about or you guys have talked about. And so it's cool and rare to have that, you know, those people that you can really like connect with on that level that know what you're talking about and yeah. think it's cool too. Especially with family. Yeah. 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 So I agree. But it is like also like that in that same breath, it's nice to see you guys more often. So Yeah. yeah you know, just a real quick little since we all kind of had the same music when you we were growing up, like in middle school, I was listening to, I showed you, I've, I've shown you try the, this Bring Me a Horizon song off of one mm. of the newer albums. Yeah. That sounds just like a Coldplay song. I'll show you after the podcast. <laughs> weird. I forgot it's, about that. It's yeah. really weird. I was like, is this a cover? That's a jump. And know? I had to like look it up and I was like, no, this is not a cover. It's like, it's huh. an original song. It's not bad. Yeah. But I was like, Huh, okay. Yeah. That's like how a lot of those progressive bands, like they have some beautiful music, you know, like mm -hmm. it's so funny mm -hmm. how like, they can go from like these like crazy things to like these like melodies. I will say like their newer stuff, while I don't listen to all of it, I do think it's much more listenable than their older stuff. Like I can okay. listen to it more than Pray for Plagues. Than Pray for Plagues. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like it would make me cringe if I tried to listen to that now. I'm sure it's still Plagues. good. Plagues. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But oh. yeah, it's just funny because a lot of that music too, 
was like around the time that we were playing these games, like on the yeah. PS2 and stuff. That's a good call. So there is kind yeah. of like an interlink. Like a good link there. Yeah. Good link in park. Sorry. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Charlie. Let's get <laughs> well, you know, let's banter a bit before we get into the topic. Yes, today's oh, no, topic I'm, is I'm, Charlotte Colossus. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, you can follow. Make sure you follow us on Spotify wherever you're listening. Would appreciate that. We also have the Instagrams, Facebooks. We'll get into that more later. The Instagrams, Instagrams, the Facebooks, Facebooks, Facebooks yep. the Twitters, uh, the Twitters, all that good stuff. But um, let's get into some more banter. Charlie, how's your week been? You know, my week has been good. Uh, and are you doing okay? And also, do you, Wait, you hey, got Robbie. another one of those uh, LaCroix? The, I have another folks? one of LaCroix. They're in the fridge. Hey, all LaCroix. right. We'll grab one. Like, I think we got, me, like, uh, yeah, we got pomplamoose and lime. Pomplamoose. No, I don't think it'll take me that long. Oh, no. Go for it. It should be well, pretty he's fast. gone. Yeah. Because, you know, he's got to go but down no. to the depths. Got, <laughs> I got to the some steps. But, yeah, my week was good. Trying to balance between work a little bit. It's been... I'm going to edit in sound effects from grabbing something. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Work has been a little bit uh, consuming, I feel like. Um, I feel like there's, and I was talking to with Kate about this, but I feel like there's part of my life I'm still trying to live and use my time like I was when I was a supervisor. But now that I'm an assistant manager and have, you know, an actual force, I'm still trying to, like, schedule my time like that and it just doesn't work and so rather than adapt to that i'm just kind of stubbornly being like well i guess i can't do that then because this is when i normally do it and work Mm -hmm. did you know it's work's fault yeah but that's not you know i think i need to take a little bit more ownership over it and so this next week that's what i'm gonna try to do really just do some more delegating like do some things to take stuff off my plate definitely because it's a lot easier to hold people accountable for you know everything all these small things be like, hey, you're in charge of this. You're in charge of this. And then, I, you know, and just practicing that more. Because oftentimes, if I see somebody doing something wrong, my gut reaction is be like, get the hell out of here. Let me just let me do it. Like, yeah. just just stop. Stop. Just let me do it. Like, oh, don't ask the question. I know this. Because, like, so you know, like, you like, I can, I could show you. Yes. But also we need it done now. I and I've shown it, you four I, times yeah, before. <laughs> I'm tired of showing you. I can do it quickly, efficiently, and frankly, better. Because yeah. yeah. I actually care yeah. a little bit more than you do. So, yeah, you um, can't make somebody have their brain work the same way as yours. Right. Like, you know, and that's like the tricky thing about being a boss is like you can't get frustrated because people work differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying it's like, you know, if they're a bad worker, they're a bad worker. Like, you know, sometimes it's just. Yeah, or it's a weird thing. Like, I remember when I worked at Target, I was kind of like um, overseeing the grocery check, the grocery section for a little while. Um I'll like you know be delegating tasks here and there, and I was always like, oh, can they do it like mm. efficiently? About like everyone, like yeah, like I said, everyone works like in their own way and does their own thing and takes their own time doing it. But it's kind of frustrating. I'm like, why don't I have just like three of me that I'm like, I know how you're gonna do it, yeah. how fast you're gonna do it, and yeah. be right back here, no. yeah, asking for the next thing. Yeah, it's you know. But, that like if there was more than one of me at this job, we'd be killing it. I like know that feeling. Oh so yeah, much, and, I'm, and I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. that like I do my job the best. I just know how I do it, and I do do a job like a good job. So it's like if I just have like, well, listeners, know, are our egos just too big? Are we just too good? You know at what our it jobs? comes down to? There's there's the uh, the getting it factor, are right? Very much mm-hmm. as with a game like Dark Souls, and people are like, "I'll oh, just get good," and it clicks. I feel like with jobs, there's definitely the people who get it, and there's the people who don't. <laughs> and your manager, get good scrub. <laughs> and you're always the problem. People are always the people who don't quite get it. 
you know, yeah. like I don't care if, you know, I have a reliable supervisor who calls out because they have an emergency. Fine. But it's like, no, those aren't the people that are the problems. Those aren't mm-hmm. the call outs that are the issues. It's the people who are like, they always have something. It's all their life is just tumultuous and bad all the time. It seems yeah. and I'm like complete chaos. And I'm like, you were sick. Happening. And then now so-and-so so has cancer and now your friend. And I'm like, but they'll never like really explain to you. But no, it's yeah. always, it's always like something. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's those that, you know, I try to be empathetic. Cause I don't, I don't ever want to be like, Hey, no, you have to come in and you can't see your sick, your sick person who has cancer or whatever. Right. But like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, really? Like, really? Like, loser. Get back to work. <laughs> Get back to work. Sad. No. Uh, other than that, so yes. taking away from work. Um, yeah, how's your personal week? Personal's good. I. Falling out of working out has been rough mentally on me, and I want to sure. get back into it. So that's something I'm going to try to kind of squeeze back in and really order my work schedule a little bit better so I have the time. So I'm not, you know, feeling so drained when I get home or because I've come down to the fact I'm like, I need to work out before going to work. Like there's just I cannot get off after eight hour shift after walking 10,000 steps in my job and then work out like I just can't yeah. mentally that's a hard, hard for sure. thing for me to do. So, so that's balance. For yeah. Sure. So that's been weighing on me. Uh, the and I even good news. I kind of hit my groove again with some of the rewrites I've been doing. I've been kind of nice. jumping between working out some like deeper history stuff, like kind of you know pulling a Cimmerillion and going back and like being like at the beginning of time, so and so. But then you know I was like took a break and I was like you know let me just rewrite this chapter. Like let me jump back into that. And I like banged out like, I don't know, 1800 words in like 20 minutes. And I was like, wow, that was so much easier than the things yeah. I've been doing. Like sometimes it nice, feels like dude. I'm pulling teeth to it's get like focusing 500. on like a small part of the puzzle instead of like right. having your head in like the whole thing, yeah. you know? And the whole thing's like just a space, like it's just space. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. This, yeah, yeah. We have and I'm like, I have there. to write oh, a timeline that covers tens of thousands of years. I have to come up with this reason. I have to, and I'm like, <sighs> let me just. Simplify. Let me say time. So time. We have that, a puzzle uh, that is just blue. Yeah. That's it. It's just blue. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> when yeah. we got that, that's how like, it feels. Sometimes. Sometimes. Be a joke. We like, it's like it's like a mountain. We've done the mountain, but then like the whole like two thirds top is like a starry night sky yeah. that shifts from like <laughs> purple to like darker purple, and it just is like all the same shade. And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Are you joking me?" So it's just like, yeah. And it's a thousand piece puzzle. It's <laughs> so not like it's the just... number count that makes it hard. It's like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, that's about all I have. You know, overall, I'd say it's been a good week. I feel like I, you know, things are moving in good direction, and I think I just have to actually execute those things and for sure, you know, take care of myself too. I often will put so much energy, I think, into work that I don't take care of myself outside of work, and that's just not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to do it the opposite way. Definitely. So, what's that me? Michael, how about you? How, how's your week been? Okay, yeah, Michael first. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm you know, uh, it was good, really. I mean, I didn't make it too far. Um, but, you know, outside of that, really, it's been, it's been good. Um, it's been super, super busy at my job. Um, you know, my job is, uh, you know, basically in the cannabis sector. And we've been having, uh, you know, some bigger, you know, clients hit us up. And so things have been... You know, okay. very stressful and busy, but there's like a lot of potential in some of the yeah. deals that are coming up. And um, 
So yeah, I mean, it, it is a it's a lot to handle, no doubt. I feel a lot of like shoulder responsibility, and mm-hmm. I feel like I have to kind of give extra time and stuff, and feel like I got to fight kind of tooth and nail to have like my day off, right? Or, you know, something like that. But um, you know, that being said, it it is good, you know, and worth it. But um, just been taking it easy this weekend, trying to get some rest. Mm. Uh, Lindsay's out of town, so you know, just kind of. Hanging out with the dogs it's and nice watching some time. movies. Yeah, exactly. So like you can do exactly what you want to do. You know, yeah, when like when uh, Laura goes to see her family, like, and she takes Ellie, and I'm just like, all right, I get home from work and I just play games and <laughs> yeah. I have, like, I'm like, have YouTube going? Like, I'm like, that's all I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Ironically enough, I haven't I haven't really booted onto anything yeah, since she here. left yeah. because like I, there's just so much to do between mm-hmm. work and then the dogs like. We have a puppy now, so mm-hmm. it's just a lot of like attention. Adorable, by the way. Yeah, he's pre- he's pretty cute, but man, he's a handful. So like, I can imagine. Yeah, we definitely like just have been hanging out, like me and them, throwing the ball around and kind of watching TV, so I can make sure that they're not destroying like my right. house. Because if I just like get on Minecraft, I already know like it's like <laughs> you know four or five hours later, it's like oh wow, do ah, you know <laughs> Why, where's the couch? Yeah. <laughs> There, I've had days off where I'll, you know, wake up, make my coffee, my French press, pour myself a cup of coffee, sit down, boot up some Minecraft, playing away. And then it's like, I feel like I blink and it's like 2.30. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, no. Yeah. We <laughs> put in the hours sometimes, you know. So. <laughs> Definitely. But no, all in all, been good. Mm. Busy, but Excellent. I mean, better busy than nothing, I guess, you know. So yeah. I got to bring home the bacon. Bacon. Yeah. Speaking of bring home bacon, Jack, how's your week? <laughs> well, did you I bring did any bacon? bacon home? I, I did. I did. <laughs> Directly from work. No. Um, it's going good. What do, you guys, I got, what do you guys do? Beer and bacon? Beer and beer. Just and beer bacon. and bacon. Beer yeah. and bacon. That's it. No. Uh, beer and so, bacon distribution. <laughs> I got my uh, job offer. And, and I accepted it, and it's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. That's like, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking like a seventy percent increase in my yearly Gosh, salary. Man, that's incredible. That's awesome, yeah. Man. So yeah. it's, I'm I'm very excited about it. I, it sounds like it's going to be pretty simple. Looking forward to that. Um, and work this week, it's been easy. Uh, Ellie was out of school because there's like a shortage on teachers. <laughs> Um, so like if That's one, normal. imagine that, you know, it's, 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 That's just, fine. it's just good. And so, you know, there are days I'm like, okay, Laura, you just stay home. I'll go work your stores and my stores and that kind of stuff. You know, right. kind of right. Right. bounce it <clears> five years from now. It's like last of us scenario. There are no teachers left. <laughs> yeah. All the kids are just stuck at home with their dads. And, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think other than that, I've been playing a lot of the call of duty multiplayer. Cause I want, I'm going to get like the mastery, get all the challenges done for the season, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm al- I'm almost done. Uh, so that's cool. I got all the zombie challenge uh, mastery challenges done. Mm. Um, I hit, I think I'm at 11 or 12 days in a row in Duolingo with Japanese. Nice. Hey. Um, and I sometimes it'll say so. Shiro is white in Japanese, but sometimes it'll say Shiroi, and I'm like, what does that mean? So I asked my boy Richie. My friend Richie, who is Japanese. Right. Um, and I was like, what is it? What's the difference? And he says, well, shiroi is when you're like, it's an, it's an adjective. So you're like, you know, like the white bear or whatever. Right. And okay. shiro is just like the noun. So gotcha. That's yeah, what that's, I was like, oh, that, okay. That kind of stuff is, yeah. That, I mean, that makes sense. But okay, like 
sometimes Duolingo like doesn't tell you that kind of things. Like they don't mm. tell you why things are like sentence structure wise. And so that's something right. I need to learn on my own. Yeah. Um, Cause there's a lot that goes into that etymology. Too. Oh yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. a lot of it right now is really just memorize, like just memorizing all the different uh, hiragana and katakana, which yeah. is just literally just memorizing what all the symbols, you know, say. Yeah. So, you know, how the, they say Spanish is like the easiest to learn. And it's like, for me, that actually was not the case. Like, I was able to learn Spanish or, like, I'm sure if I went to French class, maybe French. But I forgot it just as quickly because it was not intuitive for my brain. And you were never using it outside of class. Yeah. Well, it's more like English is, like, this weird just, like, mishmash of things. It doesn't really make sense. And those, like, romance languages, like Italian, um, you know, and Spanish, like, they actually have those weird, like, close things that Mm -hmm. you jump from like word to word kind of like what you were talking about and they can mean like very different things just because of like i don't know female or male or you know object or place they just have like a slight i I took a little bit of uh chinese in college and there were like tonal inflections of how you went oh my gosh yeah that that was like oh if you say this word with this tone it means this. But if you say it with this tone, it means something totally different. Like and sho- that, or shoei. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I... I, I uh, it's <laughs> like uh, Rick and Morty's squanch. Oh, <laughs> I want to squanch my family. What? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I figured out, like, I can pronounce things a lot better if I use, like, my anime voice. So, Richie and I would be playing... We, when we did play Tarkov together, I'd always say, uh, he said a phrase for, uh, like, don't mention it or don't worry about it is nande manai. But you don't just say Nandemanai because it's just whatever. You go Nandemanai. You know, like it makes it sound so much better. That's so. true. That's yeah. true. So, yeah. you know. Um, Charlie's got a good one too because that <laughs> kind of happened in our first D&D campaign. There was like a very like yeah. anime-like character. And he no. just was like, hmm. You know, like, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but things are going well. Um, I wish I was working out a little bit more, but... Take my like my wins where I can get them and just having a good time. So really looking forward to this year and hopefully it'll bring some good stuff. So yeah. that's well, the conclusion. That, that's that a wrap closes, up. Yeah, I was that's the end of the podcast. Goodbye. Okay. Forever. So, back to the track. I, I, <laughs> we're, we're all relatively. Get a whip sound there. We're all <laughs> relatively passionate about this topic. But I think Charlie has, hmm. you know, the most passion for Shadow of the Colossus. I don't know. I think it's up there. Well, I mean, I know like between me and you, Jack, like uh, you, you played it. Yeah. Like I, I beat it. I think I beat yeah. it once and I, I did a little bit of hard mode, but I never beat hard mode. Right. Oh, it's um, hard. But you like did everything. The time attacks, you climbed yeah. the tower, you got all like, yep. the fruits or the, yeah. the uh, salamander tails mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Charlie, sell me on Shadow of the Colossus. What is, sell you. Sha- what is yeah. Shadow of the Colossus? Yeah. Well, so Shadow of the Colossus, to me, I think, is a... There's a couple other games I can think of. So I think, like, Shadow of the Colossus, Journey, games mm. that only give you that feeling because you're actually playing them, right? When yeah. you play a game like Last of Us, for example, Last of Us is great, but watching stuff like The Walking Dead or, you know, more intense apocalypse stuff, you can get those same kind of beats, those same kind of moments, right? I think Last of Us, you get a little bit of that while playing it. But Shadow of the Colossus is definitely one of the games that you only, I think, get it and feel it and get what it's trying to say by actually playing it and by living in that world for a Mm -hmm. little bit. I came up with this kind of term I wanted to toss out, but this idea of 
spherical storytelling where Shadow of the Colossus, right? It starts off very simple. I mean, you have a beautiful music. I mean, music in Shadow of the Colossus, I mean, is just amazing. Mm-hmm. It but, is. You know, he's, go, he's on his horse and he's traveling across the land and you have, you know, just some awesome vistas. I mean, even back in the day on PlayStation 2, I mean, it just kind of captures your imagination with. Oh, definitely. With the way they use lighting and color. And kind of just build the landscape. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're just initially off like how it looked. There really wasn't any other game that did what Shadow Classes did as far as like presenting to you in the way that it did. Yeah. I mean, you could maybe say that like Ico or Eco before, which, but I never played that one. I played a little bit at a Target, I think, one time. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. But never played that one. And, you know, I didn't ever play The Last Guardian, which is the game after this, you know. But so Shadow of the Colossus to me was just a very, very special game. I mean, I think it gets something, something there that is just so unique to it and it alone, which makes it special. Very much like I would say the game Journey does as well. Like Mm -hmm. Journey, you really, you can see screenshots and videos, but like you only really feel it and feel the impact the game has when you play it. You sit down and you actually sit down and play it. (laughs) You know what I mean? And back. one of, I think, the best things about Shadow of the Colossus is just how kind of ambiguous they start you off as. I mean, you go in, go through the huge, you enter this land through this kind of like weird like archway bridge. Cross across this huge bridge, you get to this main structure. This bridge mm-hmm. has to be like a, at least like two right. miles long. And like it's, it's a long bridge. Yeah, no, yeah. we're talking about like constructions that are like, mind-blowing like oh my god what is it is it like the forbidden realm or yeah it's like the forbidden lands yeah that's what it's called and so you drop this girl there and you don't know the main character's relationship to this girl wander at all i mean it could be a love interest which i i kind of lean towards that it's that or it could be simply that i've heard things tossed around like maybe he's the one who killed her and he feels guilty and he's trying to bring her back or maybe they're related right and this is his sister, or maybe more of a mother figure to him, because like, yeah. But like you don't that know. Zelda link it's all like right. left up to how you interpret it, and how like no. yeah, like how you interpret like, because all you, yeah, all you have to go on is just based on like what your relationships are in real life, what you've seen. Mm-hmm. So it's like you kind of infer based on. I always thought it was a love interest. Yeah, is how I always yeah. inferred it. Yeah, because he seems desperate to do anything to get her back, and I mean, you know, places her on the pedestal. Some weird shadow creatures kind of pull themselves out of the ground. He draws the sword. Sword scares him away. And then, of course, you hear the voice of Dorman speaking, which Dorman. is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I rewatched kind of the intro on YouTube for this. And Dorman's voice, like the male and the female, is oh, just it's like that weird, almost like not like Protoss, but like it has that like yeah, essence like, that comes forth before he actually starts, to, like starts and, talking. There's something know. like almost church-like, but, yes. but also like almost like, I don't want to say like satanic, but like, you know, there is like this like weird like twisting of like, uh, I don't know, you feel like you're in like a sacred space of yes. some kind. By the way, guys, there will be spoilers in this episode, probably. So yeah, um, this you game is, just, how, just when did this come out? <laughs> Look, come I'm on. just saying, people get mad at you for everything like, and I'm just saying, yeah. you clicked on this episode. Yeah, you you brought on, yourself here you clicked on to this you, place and time. You 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 accept <laughs> yeah. that. I wish there were cameras. <laughs> but you know, you make an agreement with this doorman, this god who you don't really know anything about, and it's like, hey, destroy these idols, and I'll bring this girl back to life. And so mm-hmm. you're like, okay, these cool. Are evil idols that 
have no you don't even get representation i said that there's like some that they were like well so they have some kind of curse that comes later so this whole land that wander enters is supposedly cursed and forbidden like nobody's supposed to come here and later on you get you know as we get a little bit more into it um you kind of understand the reason why but you know from there you get on your horse and then you're just in this huge open empty space and i especially with the playstation 4 remaster this game is very beautiful i mean yeah it's so gorgeous there's something about how when you get up on your horse and you gallop away and the screen zooms out and kind of puts you small in the Mm -hmm. corner like it's just there's an expansiveness and like a feeling of isolation Mm -hmm. that you only really get by actually being there and playing it and you're like man there's nothing here there's like some trees there's it seems that way, at least. Yeah. Like, everything looks kind of the same at first. Mm-hmm. And then once you start, like, getting into the game and, like, you know, hitting the waypoints of the Colossi, you start seeing, like, these different almost landscapes right. there that, you know, are more, like, water-based or, like, you know, cliff-based and things like that. It's really cool. It's really interesting to, like, so you start on the game and you, you know, your sword, like, absorbs the sunlight to, like, mm-hmm. point you in the direction you need to go. Mm-hmm. And so you figure out where you got to go and, like you said... You're galloping across the field. Camera zooms out, and there's no music at this point. Mm-hmm. It's just, just the wind. You hear some birds. Hollow kind of wind. You just hear like your horse galloping. Yeah, and, the and that's it. Protagonist and doesn't speak like yeah. at all. So he has he, has he a does lines like in the beginning, but like yeah, like that, he like, does not, say like you know he calls his horse out and stuff. But for but the most like, part, he's not having thoughts. Yeah, like, you're not hearing him. And he's narrate, not like you know yeah. every like a call of duty or whatever right so it just feels like empty and like you don't know at Mm -hmm. all really what you're getting into yeah it it, it, in a weird way it's almost kind of like your journey is like his journey is your journey in a way yeah i Mm -hmm. this definitely i mean i played this game at pretty soon after it came out maybe (sighs) 2012 maybe earlier I don't know. Anyways, and pro- protagonist's name is Wander, which I don't. I don't remember that. I don't know if they ever actually say it. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, this game came out in two thousand five. Talking about the remaster, or oh, okay, maybe I'm thinking of the remaster. Um, mm. but no, I I played this game like relatively shortly after it came out. So I, I was still. I, I almost say like two thousand seven, two thousand eight yeah. is kind of when. Yeah, and it definitely sparked my imagination. I've talked before on this podcast how one of my favorite things about fantasy science fiction is kind of like the edges of a map type stuff where you're reading this history and game of thrones i think is especially good at this there's this whole youtube video that's like oh what's outside of westeros and they talk about how oh hey there's this weird forest mm. called the place called sothoros and one time a dragon rider flew over there and found this inky black city made out of this black stone that even the forest seemed afraid to grow on and i'm like what that's cool. And you, you just hear stuff like that. And far to the west, there's these mountains and there's these warrior women who, like, defend these mountains. And then farther than that, there's these wastes of just sand. And I'm like, that is just intriguing. Or and it's this, like uh, when you read the Cimmerillion and you exactly. get a little bit of, like, west of, like, that entire, like, land, you yeah. know? And it's like, oh, there was, like, a whole other, like, land. And, like, mm-hmm. they tried to, like, get close to the gods and, like, touch, yep. like, their status. Like, there's this whole lore. Yeah. That's like, you're like, oh my gosh, it goes deeper and deeper, and it's and, cool. Yeah, that kind of stuff has always been very appealing to me. And this game is kind of just that feeling personified, because you don't really get that much. And all you can kind of infer is, of course, the 
the Colossi themselves and then just the ruins in this landscape, the very yeah. few bits of story you get. And I mean, I think from start to finish, this game is just, for me personally, firing on all cylinders. I mean, agreed. I still, and I'll, I'll pass it to you here in just a second, Michael, but the first Colossus you come to, it's basically just a straight shot out of the temple. Yeah. You climb up the thing, you get a little bit of a tutorial. Yeah. And then you go you up get, to a little you edge. You got the grip circle. Yeah. You go up to a little edge, climb up, and you see the first Colossus standing away. And I, mm-hmm. I have to say, the first time I played this game, you run up and you see how big this thing is. Yep. It really gives you that feeling of like, oh, holy shit. Like, I have to kill that? Yeah. And, and you like, kind of hesitate. far off at first sometimes. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, that, you know, it's not too big. And you shoot you an arrow closer. at it, and it turns around, and you're like, oh, well, no. Well, that's also interesting is, like, when you first play this game, like, you really have no idea what the Colossus, how, like, how big. Okay, there's big as those statues. Okay, like, no big deal. Like, I can do that because, you mm-hmm. know. In the beginning, it's like, yeah, these statues represent the closet. Hey, I got a sword. I'm good, you know? (laughs) I got a bow. Cool. And then you're climbing up. We're good. And you hear the shaking, and then that cutscene when you see that first one walk by, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's, like, making craters in the ground. Yeah. The trees, like, rustling and everything, and you're like, how am I supposed to do this? He's got that giant, like, uh, club, too. I always like you go up and he walks all the way to the end of like that uh, canyon mm-hmm. and I I was like shooting an arrow at him. You like lease it. Mm-hmm. It's like two seconds goes by. It hits him and he slowly turns around and, like looks at you. Yep. Is their like, eyes the change the color? Yeah. One of the best moments uh, in the in the game. Yeah. And you run up and it's just it's still all silent through this whole part though. In the whole beginning though. Yeah, like they do make some noise, you know, but you mm. know, there's no like conversation or anything. You just get right into it. Yeah, and you, it's get, just you like, get right into it. Yeah, it's like it's like coming, you know, towards you or away from you or whatever. Yeah. And I would always try to come up behind it and yeah. you know, get on its little hoof thing. But man, like and just the the scale and the fact that you have to climb these things. I mm-hmm. and then I mean of course right when you kick, you know, start fighting the class I the the music kicks in and you get yep. the, the great music at the mm-hmm. and you're flailing around on top. And this I think is where the game either grabs you or loses you. I know some people's complaints of this game is that it doesn't feel that good. Like Wander kind of flops around sometimes. Like, yeah, he's, like he's not on some quite <laughs> precise and like Sometimes you can get yourself into a position on a Colossi where you can just keep stabbing it no matter what. There's mm-hmm. like a weird sweet spot that you can get. And no matter what they do, you just don't like they shake and you're just like holding on. You yep. can just keep stabbing. And then other times it's you get you struggle to even like charge your sword oh, yeah. a little bit to hit these huge things. Yeah, because they're just so frequently like doing something. Um, yeah, or you just your timing's wrong. And so you're mm-hmm. always trying to stab right when they're about to shake rather than. <laughs> So let's talk about like just why are or why do you think you yep. know the water is there? Why is he, um, you know, just okay with throwing himself into these situations yeah. and like these like giant beasts? And it's like you know you, you start to wonder what's really happening here too at the same time. Yeah, especially after I think you kill you know several of the Colossi, and we're not going to go in order of the Colossi. I mean, we'll talk about I think most ones of that them. stand out maybe, but. <clears throat> You know, I don't think it's worth it. But as you kill more of the Colossi, I mean, uh, so spoilers here. Um, <laughs> each of, as you kill one, these shadowy, like, tentacles come out and go inside you. Right. And you kind of fall down and pass out, and you get sucked back to the temple. If you're not calling to your horse as the tentacles are trying to, like, find you, yeah. you're not playing the game right. Right, that's true. Yeah. 
I believe lives are pieces of Dorman too, right? Correct. Yeah. So essentially what you're doing is by good do- observation, Michael. Yeah. Is Dorman was sealed away in these 16 Glossi, like each yeah. piece. I of forget Dorman. it's that many. And so Jeez. what you're doing is you're freeing this God. Speaking basically of 16 Colossi. Do you know how many they originally wanted to be in the game? 26? 48. Oh, oh my gosh. man. Number was cut down to 24. And then finally, near the end, they were like, yeah, we'll do 16. And like in the like gallery you can unlock, there are yeah. like unused class, uh, class that you can look at. And we'll get That's into this cool. later, but like the internet, I mean, had a field day about hunting for like the 17th yep. class. I like people swore there was another one. Yeah. Like, it's like almost, one. People like, still believe that. It, almost like, like Hero Brian, yeah. right? Like, it, it is kind of like that. Yeah. Like these weird gaming things that are like. Oh man! Oh, if you yeah. do this and this, or you, there's this tree you climb to the top right. of, you stand there long enough, the giant burr like Dark Souls might but, take you away. But this game has yeah. a great way of feeding into that it like does. burning passion to oh, find yeah. like the Easter eggs and the hidden stuff because it's it doesn't tell you much of anything mm-hmm. and it kind of like throws you into it and then like it's whatever you do, you know. Yeah. So like it's like you got to find this stuff and figure out. Oh, okay, like. I can grab an eagle while I'm riding on the horse. Yeah, there's you know, a ton of fun stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of, you know, break the game or mm-hmm. do like, you can start getting like real in depth with like your horse and you can like do stuff to be like, okay, I can instantly start galloping if I hold back and hit triangle and it'll make them rear sure. up and I can start, you know, you, like. And some of it's weird. intentional, some yeah. of it's not, you know. And like, that to me is was always some of the charm that like your horse seemed to kind of do its own thing. Like mm. Wander seemed to kind of like, it felt like you were puppeting him more so than you were like directly controlling him. Like it just yeah. doesn't feel like this doesn't feel like a Call of Duty where like you're doing what's happening is exactly what you're no, doing. No, you're right. It does almost feel like there's that, like, like almost puppet aspect of. And like, I think because of that, I do think it pushes some people away. Mm. So Jack, did you ever kind of feel like the game ever pushed you away in that sense, or did it never, never bother you? That never really bothered me. It was, it's one of those games that because of like how. You know, again, we'll do Minecraft comparison. It's game like Minecraft where you you're dropped in and you don't know really anything. You know, all you know is survive and you try to thrive. You know, like mm. in like Minecraft and in Shadow Colossus, all you know is there are these Colossi. I have to kill them. Yep, that will bring this person back. Yep. You don't know who this person is. You don't know the name of your character. You only know the name of your horse because your guy says the name of the horse. Yep. You know, you don't, know. Yeah, you don't know I anything know. about this game or, like, this world. And so you're kind of left to your own devices to explore it. And I think that when we played it especially, we were so, oh, like... The demons have entered the chat here at the Raconteur Club. Yes, <laughs> the lights are flickering. Yes. We were so open to, like, you know, this concept that had never been right shown to us before. Because everything else, games, movies, TV shows, whatever have you always had a specific narrative, specific characters. Mm-hmm. And so it was a very unique experience when we played it. And yeah. still like stands out to me to this day of yeah. how unique this game. And kind of like visually, the, especially oh, yeah, yeah, visually. And just like the, the quietness of it, you know, like mm-hmm. most of the time in the game, nothing is happening and you're just galloping through. And that's why I think the remaster really serves this game well because the visuals really help. Like when you're going through the forest, you're seeing these shafts of light go through the trees. You can, you see all the grass moving away as you're like, you know, walking through. It's It feels really good. They did good. a really good job with the remaster. You know, 
to the point where I almost wish you could do small things. Like I kind of wish you could be like, you know what? I'll make a campfire here. And you can like gather some wood and there's small things to kind of just like relax and enjoy the scenery, almost like a simulation yeah. type game. But of course I think you might go a little bit, you could very easily go too far. Sure. You know, because you don't oh, want to give you yourself crafting. You don't, no. you know. I mean, that's like some things like with Breath of the Wild as an example. Like, mm-hmm. they did a great job for the first open world game for, like, Nintendo and, like, the Zelda kind of franchise. Like, that's such a good job. Like, everything about it is pretty good, but there are, like, extra mechanics and stuff that, you you know, just kind of fall by the wayside and were just kind of, like, poorly, you know, designed, in right. my opinion, or, like, just too much. Um hmm. But, yeah, um, I get that, but also kind of love, like, this game for yeah. having it's, like, like, it's pretty, like, cut and dry what you're yep. supposed to do, even though you're still not really sure why or what's happening. Yeah. yeah like, you kind of don't really have any distractions other than, like, I'm going to wander around. Hunt but some like, geckos. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's kind of like, why would I? Because, like... My only, the only thing I know in this game is these cloths. I, I don't know if I can do other ones before or yeah. if I can really go mm-hmm. anywhere else or if it matters if I go anywhere else. Like, there's no, like, oh, you travel this far, you get this or you find mm-hmm. this. It's just yeah. like, you kind of just. It's so remote feeling. Yeah, yeah, you just kind of. I'm going to just follow the, the, the yeah. light I get from the sword. Go where the sword tells you. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's. I think it's, for me, it's a very like unique balance of like no direction and also like this weird motivation that like I feel like humans kind of have to just like fulfill a purpose uncover and explore mm. and yeah yeah so it's I don't know I mean it's kind of hard to beat how cool some of these cloths I are I mean especially uh, uh. is it the fourth one, the one with the the sword. That's the third one. That's the third mm-hmm. one. So yeah, I oh my that god. That one in particular. Let's oof. yeah. Let's let's go ahead and jump into it. The third one's often used for like cover art in this. And this is the one that's like the cover big, art, the, the big music. knight. It has a huge sword. Um the third one is awesome. I this is one of the ones I think because after the first one and you go through the second one, the second one's cool because it shows you that the Colossi are not all just bipedal humanoid-esque. Like no. The second one is the weird. Not all of them are huge either. There's the even like legs. one that's yeah. like, like the size a of a boar. There's like two that are like more like big horse size. Yeah, you know? yeah. And those ones are kind of horrifying in their own way. But They are. The third one, man, the knight, I think is, I don't know the title, but like he is great. I That one especially, I mean – you have to go stand on that platform and he like rears back and you mm-hmm. just feel it like how slow they move. But then you're like, I, I got to go. Well, it's, it's, like, c- <laughs> it's crazy how like slow they move until like that sword gets closer to you. And then it's like, yeah, boom. like yeah. it's like really well, fast. And that's just like how scale works. Cause like things yeah. at that scale, like they're moving incredibly fast, but well, it's like you're running like this full spread. Like by the like, time down- that foot, Oh, gets yeah. to you, it's yeah, like you're running at a distance. Full, you're running at a full sprint, and he's like keeping pace with you. But you, you feel like he's moving so slow, yeah, but yeah. he's like keeping pace with you, like sprinting, trying to get yeah. away from him. So he swings sword into the ground. He run up the sword, and he lifts it up, and you're on. And oh, and like this combination of like animalistic, like mm-hmm. fur tufts, and like different amount, like different levels. Some of them have a lot of like this, like armored kind of cement. Yeah. They're almost like architecture stone. almost like they yeah. feel like they're part of the ruins of the like world. buildings, but they've almost, it's like they made armor out of it, mm-hmm. but it feels more like it's part of their bodies. 
you know, rather than actual armor. So it's interesting. Thinking like kind of in D and D terms, they almost feel kind of like constructs, like golems or something. Right. Like somebody or something yeah. like to sh- hold these pieces of Dorman's soul. They like needed to make these like vessels. But well, just the animalistic, I mean, that makes a lot of nature. That too. makes a lot of sense though with how they're constructed and what you're doing though. You right. Know what I mean, like mm-hmm. so, it's almost like um. Oh, what's it called? What Horcruxes. Like yeah, Bulldog. it is. It they're kind of like the, it's like the it's Gosh. like the reverse Horcrux where yeah. you're breaking them to actually put him back together. Exactly. Right. And so like you're taking these pieces and you're unlocking them essentially. I mean, so each colossi, give or take, has like these little different things you have to do to, you know, progress the battle or get to their weak spots. And so this is, I think, this is where you first really learn that. Being the Gosh. third colossi, the knight is actually really terrifying when you and get on its face. Like, yeah, oh my god! Like, like it looks like a I don't know, it's a voodoo, yeah. something or other. They have you those know? weird masks. Yeah, it's it's strange. Um, the <clears throat> sorry, Michael confused me there with his laptop. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm um, no, so you're basically the goal of this guy is you're in this huge, you know, circular arena, basically, and. If you fall off the edge, you fall into like this giant pool of water right. down below. But so the goal is to get him to like bring his sword down on the stone that's in the middle, so it'll shatter the, his like armor that's on his wrist. Mm-hmm. And what's so cool about this game is as soon as you do that, this like short cutscene plays and the music comes in. Yeah, and you know he's like looking at you, and it's it and you realize. So- Oh, I can get on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or like the first time you try to get up there, you try to climb a sword and you haven't broken that little wrist guard yet. You're mm-hmm. like, wait, how do I, like, what do I do? I right. don't know what to do. And then he like throws you off the sword and you go flying. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes you can get thrown up onto his body if you do it just right. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So there's a lot of fun things you can do later on by like launching yourself around. You can kind of use like their movement yeah. to like gain some rest, but I, yeah, let's let's kind of get into some more of these Colossi here. What are yeah. the games actually all about? Yeah, Wait. You know, I think <laughs> going forward, the knight, of course, sticks out. It's not that the first two don't, but, like, the knight's definitely very distinct comparatively. And then, of course, I think you get a couple of really good ones. You get the weird – this is, like, the weird horse one that you go into that weird hidden valley with the tunnels. Ooh, I yes. love that one. And that one is just very visually distinct. I love how creepy it is when you go into those tunnels and you hear it banging overhead. Mm. And you like go through the little network and you see it lean down. That's the one of the ones where it lets out this like almost like it's like a deer call sound or something, you know, that like when you hit it and it makes you that's the first one where I was like, I don't know if I'm doing a good thing. Right, right. (laughs) You know, because I'm like killing this thing like this thing. None of these colossi were coming after me or. They didn't chase you if you left, like if you could just leave their arena and they don't chase you. It's not like. They're like just guardians of their little yeah, but, area. So you start that is the first one I remember. Where I was like, man, I feel a little guilty, like because it it gets you a little bit. Like this thing sounds like it's in pain. But really quickly though, I mean, some of the other ones, oh yeah, just terrify you so much. Um, and they do seem like kind of smart too. Weirdly, <coughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think the the weird thing I'm I don't know I'm looking. I remember the glowing glyph on. You know, there's on different parts of their body, and sometimes that like progresses on later yes. to to like other parts of their body as you get closer to killing it. Usually, like ending up at the head, but like so, it's strange to me that okay, Dorman, you know, is inhabiting these things, and also weirdly, like 
you know, you you know exactly where to hit it. Like, why is that glyph even there story-wise? Or is so, that even just a thing? Like, does that have to it, do with the sword? So it almost, yeah. So the sword is letting you kill these things. And it almost seems like at one point people used to maybe worship Dorman or, and mm. some new world order basically was like, no, we got to seal this guy away. And so I don't know if they split his soul and then whatever. And that's And why. those kind of grew around. And so Dorman's like, actively like no you can kill these things that's totally fine i'll yeah. help you because, well, because then they inhabit him right so. and he's just he's like oh yeah I'll, I'll be reborn doesn't matter if you kill these things like that's all i want yeah i mean uh, i mean so right after you have a bunch of really good ones in a row so you have the knight yeah you have the horse one and then you have <laughs> and the, the bird. bird the bird and oh, the bird has the it's, it's like so a pterodactyl creepy. more than yeah. a bird because at first you don't really notice when we jump into the arena you're kind of looking around and you're swimming in this like giant you know, like yeah. a lake with all these ruins around, and mm-hmm. like you hop up on a platform, you look around, and you see it just staring at you up on this really high oh, pillar. The bird one is great. I, that's it. one of the ones that where it's just it gets you like you're waiting for it, and it comes swooping down. And you jump on the wing, and it whoo, you get carried high, and it's Boom. flapping, and like the wind and the particles on <laughs> kind of stuff, you know, and you, uh. the the way the especially in the remaster, oh. like the way the fur moves and everything, it it's is awesome. The music comes in, and yeah, man, it's. You stab its wing, and then yep. it does, like, the barrel roll or whatever. Yeah, you flip all the way around. Yeah. And, and like, sometimes you'll fly off and, like, you're, like, crap, 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 and, like, fall in the water, <laughs> and you got to yeah, get all the way like, back your on grip it. meter, you know, doop, 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 yeah. yeah. slow. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, so this game, I think, arguably has, like, the most, like, this is the freaking coolest thing in the world. Like, it does, yeah. Out of any game, consistently with almost every Colossi. Like, yep. it's so... I mean, it's like having 16 well-designed, like, just badass bosses. And it's like they all even have similar elements, but they are very different in, like, how you're going to tackle them. And, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just that's just good uh, designing on their yeah. part. I mean, a couple of the other ones that stick out to me. The, the first one you fight underwater where you swim out and it's, like, underneath the water. That one definitely can give you some spooks because the idea of this thing being underwater is very creepy. That yep. the whale noises and it has those electric spikes that come out. And as they break the surface of the water, everything shocks. And so you have to go all the way down, get it. And then, of course, I think the one that is... I think you could argue. I mean, they're all very iconic in their own ways, but I think mm-hmm. the one that is, I always are excited to get to is the one in the desert, the huge flying snake thing. Mm. You go out into the desert, you go to this like a little ruin and this thing comes bursting out of the sand. Yep. And you're riding on Argo and you have to shoot the, like it's, I don't know, whatever the sacks that it has. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and it comes down coasting and you have to gallop up next to it. And it's kind of difficult. Like it's a difficult thing to pull yeah. off and you get right up there and you jump, grab on, and the that combination a, of the horse mechanics oh, in these fights yeah. and the way that you use it is so cool. Because you can even, like, get to the point where you can stand on your horse mm-hmm. while you're going real fast and, like, shooting arrows. And oh, yeah. and they, It's they, just fun. They kind of require you to do that. I mean, there's even one that's, like, going through the ground no, yeah, that's and chasing was just, you. That I was thinking about. Like, this, this one, it's, it's so horrifying because yeah. you're in this arena going around like on your it's horse. It's like a huge underground cave. And you have to, like, turn around on, your, mm-hmm. on Argo's mm-hmm. back. And it's like looking at you with each eye, like following you, and you just shoot it in one of its eyes. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's so creepy though. But it's like, it's so cool. Like, I mean, we're gonna say so much about this game, but like, well, there's so and many that's, unique. That's what things. I, was, I was gonna say. You know, like, oh, this one's the most iconic. But I'm like, well, the knight's iconic. I mean, the one, the great one I love is when you go into that weird 
It's like an arena that you can go lizard. up all the sides. The weird lizard one that the, crawls yep. up on the walls. Fires beams at you. Yeah. yeah and you and have to knock it off the wall. Uh, oh, my gosh. That one, because that one's harder to figure out, too, I feel that like. That one, I remember when I first played the game, playing it over at a friend's house, and I could not find that one for a long time. That was a hard one for me to find. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had that There's, like, a problem. certain, there's, like, a path you can take where you can either go around the mountain or go into it, and I always, like, miss the little entrance that you have to take. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and a lot of them are, like, just big, like, kind of, like, bipedal. But, like, they're so different in the way that they kind of look in the face and, like, Mm -hmm. their body structure and how they'll come at you. And, like, you know, the first one's got the giant club. And you're like, oh, whoa. And then uh, eventually there's another one. I can't remember anything much else about it, but he has a meat cleaver. Yep. And you're, like, in this, like, ruined, like, area. And it's just terrifying, like some of like the weapons that they yield or, or wield. Sorry, yeah. is that the like the second to last one? I think so. He, like, He's one of the biggest be. ones. He climbs up out of like yeah the yeah. canyon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. 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 We're going to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. he's he's a big one, too. I remember Yeah. That. So, I mean, these names, there's like developer names for them and then there are fan names. Obviously, the dev name for the guy with the sword is Knight, but then everyone calls him Gaius. Mm. Like, you know, you have Dirge, which is, which is the like sand snake one. Uh, Phalanx is your flying sand one. The flying sand one. Flying yeah. sand one. Yep. Argus is the one you were just describing, Michael. Those are all like the fan names. Okay. Um, and I'm like looking at almost like Latin root kind of sounding. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, you yeah. know, going through some of the class, I at some point they start giving you other story beats that people are coming after oh, Wander. Man. And there's a group of people. I think what's so interesting about the people is that they're all wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And the Colossus, I seem like they're wearing masks as well. So I've always liked that kind of stuff. I mean, in the my story I wrote, like, people are often wearing masks for ceremonial reasons or tradition or history. And that's kind of the same thing here, where they're wearing these masks that seem to either describe a rank or some kind of form. But, yeah, these people are coming after Wander because he stole the sword. God, and like, so I'm just seeing this one too, the crab one. I yeah. completely forgot about that one where you have to like get it over like the geyser to like yeah get to it. Um, like I so yeah, like like you said earlier, a lot of this colossal like you do similar things, you know, to kind of you know basically destroy them as you stab these different like sigils that are on their bodies. But like each one has unique little thing you have to do to make it. Um, you know, vulnerable. So like, like there's like basically puzzle elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like each class is, is not only a boss but also a puzzle. Yeah. yeah, and each one kind of halfway through the fight, or if you destroy one sigil, will do a move that will throw you off. So you yeah. have to do it again. Like you can't just do, do yeah. it all in one go. Um, usually, I mean, you have ones like the second class side that you can kind of get away with it if you know you get lucky. Yeah, uh, but like even that one, like it. At first, like, okay, arrows, not working. Uh, how do I do this? And then, like, it stomps down at you, and you notice that it's the bottom of its of its feet are vulnerable. And you're like, okay, right. well, that's what, I guess that's what I got to do. You shoot that in the foot, and it falls down. You can yeah. climb up on its leg then. I mean, there's even um, weird ones like the, I don't remember which one it is. I believe it's the 12th one where you go into this weird ruined water basin and you have to it, you have to like crawl on top of its head and it has a, like this weird crown or they almost look like old teeth that you like hit yeah. to like lead it over yeah. and then it, and then yeah, it yeah. gets up and it like jumps on thing and yep. it's like has its thing in it. He's got the horns and he like <laughs> yeah. has the electricity. And it zaps you. Yeah. yeah. 
Or that one is kind of terrifying, actually. There's the other one where it's like you have to get past these walls that it smashes through, mm-hmm. and then you hide behind like these pillars, and it leans down, like looks inside, oh. yep. jump onto its beard, yeah, yep. its beard. Yeah. That one is so freaking cool. That one is cool oh, too. It's great. And I that mean, one, it reminds me of like in Lord of the Rings where they go to the City of the Dead. Like mm-hmm. it looks very much like architecturally yeah. like that. That was a big, it was in that stage that a lot of people thought something you could do extra because there's like extra levels above the place that you hide for it to lean oh, down. Oh yeah. And a lot of people thought that thrown. you could you could get thrown up into like the <laughs> second story of that location and like. Find like a bow or something mm-hmm. or. You know, and I do wish that there was stuff like that. That's really out there things that like one percent of people would see. But I like those one percent. I mean, that is what's so great about Shadow Classes. It really doesn't like Michael said a ton. It just doesn't give you that much. It reminds me in some ways, and I think I mean even this game gives you more. But like Dark Souls has a very similar kind of like vibe to it, where it's like you feel like you're yeah. missing a huge chunk of the story. I'd agree with that. And I always love this thing that the uh, director of Dark Souls said, uh, Miyazaki, he's like, I kind of based the story around, you know, I used to read these fantasy novels as kids, but they were all in English and I didn't understand English that well. So there are large parts of the story that I just didn't know or understand or get. And then he also liked to, he was the type of person who'd go out and explore caves and rivers and creeks. And I was like, dude, that's totally, yeah. Like that's interesting. You know what yeah, I mean? Much like the guy who created Legend of Zelda, right? I forget, I forget his name, but he got, like, got the inspiration by exploring Caves or whatever, yeah. or like down by to the water's edge and that kind of thing. Oh, and it's really caves neat. and finding unique. And I love how people take them. these like very human things because we've done that. I mean, we've gone to Robert's Cave and created, you know, Fort Empire and all like had these hidden things and these histories Put that we wanted to leave the, behind. The little nook yep. in there. Or- and it's very much within that line. And I wonder if like since, you know, I'm not saying that, like there are groups of people, but there are definitely types of interest, right? And like those fall right in line with me. I mean, again. Definitely. I'll bring it up again, but Journey has a very similar thing where they don't really tell you what's going on. I think Journey's a little easier to like break down and be like, okay. But Journey has that same thing where once you're in it and you're playing it, you just are very exposed to the entire world, to the feeling, mm, to yeah. the, the music, and they all just come together perfectly. And you get like very like like unknowingly, you get very emotionally attached. Yes. Especially to, I mean, the, one of the biggest relationships in this game is with your horse. But yeah. you don't realize how strong that relationship gets until, you know, the very end oh of the game. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, Jack, what what time are we at here? So we're at almost at 55 minutes. Oh, sweet. Cool. We can get into it then. Yeah. So, I mean, do you want to explain what yeah. happens? Or, yeah. Try, so so go as ahead. you. As you're going further and further into this game, and one thing I love is so you don't love. really think the I love. the little black tentacles are doing anything to you until you start to be like, hey, why does Wander look different? Like his yeah. hair is darker. His looks clothes pale. are ratty. And like, obviously, like every time he wakes up, there's these more shadows standing around him. So obviously yeah. it's not, he's not getting better. And it said on the wiki, I don't even remember this, but supposedly later on, he even has like black, like veins, like mm, on him, yeah. like that you can't, maybe it's the graphics that you can't see that well, but I think it's really like cool that they do that subtle difference and you're like, oh, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm just seeing it weird. Right. And then, you know, later you're like, oh no, something's yeah. happening. There's like a few cutscenes, <laughs> like specifically like near like the end boss where like, you're like, oh, he, if you haven't noticed it yet, like he looks bad, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Kind yeah. Of, it kind of is like, yeah, stuff's happening to your guy in case you weren't paying attention mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. So they kind of do. It definitely does that. I mean, 
You know, bringing this up now just because I remembered it just now, but there's a really creepy moment that kind of fills in as Wander's changing. At some point, he has a dream of this girl he brought, like, waking up, and she, like, sits up, and he gets, like, pulled away and then, like, wakes up on the floor again. Hmm. And it's just very much that where, like, you know that he's losing something by doing this. Like, you – and you kind of just hate it, but you're like, well – It's like that. I'm here. These people are coming after me. Like – you yeah. know, you know that as a player, so you're like, I have to keep going, like, because like, and there's nothing else for me to do. Like, what else am I supposed to do? Yeah, and so yeah. you get on your horse, you go to the last one, and this one is one of the ones you actually unlock with a door. Oh my like, there's like you Malice. use the light, yeah, and this is the one you go gallop across, go across this like kind of unsteady bridge, and the bridge starts collapsing as you get across it. So your horse is galloping across, oh my and then gosh. right at the end, the horse bucks you off, throws you on the other side, and the horse falls down to the bottom of the cliff, and <laughs> it is heartbreaking it is heartbreaking it's really sad like it it sets up this whole ominous tone where you're like oh no like how how am i supposed to do anything now like i can't like this is the end like end of the line like you literally think like like, your guy is not gonna be alive after this like the horse is is dead yeah and you're like there's there's no reason like i if this is like end of my quest like i'm gonna die to to save whoever i'm trying to save that's what it feels like is gonna happen yeah it definitely feels like that, and fittingly, like the run up to the last boss. That horse yeah. scene, I mean, in that moment, I feel like that would almost be like the push, like the final straw, like on the camel's back, you know, type of thing for him as a character, you yeah. know, emotionally, just like at that point, like he's been through so much, like mm-hmm. he has to finish this, you know, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Um, and like what point like i don't even think like i don't know we go deep into this character thing like you know he's got feelings but really though i mean what does he have to lose yeah exactly and i mean as you're feeling all these things you walk up to the last boss which is an awesome intro just rain it's this rain Rain. and storm and it feels like the end of the world and a really cool thing especially from this vantage point every time you've killed a colossus it kind of creates this pillar of light that goes up to the sky Mm -hmm. and in this arena looking back you can see all the pillars of light and you're just faced with this what they call him malice and he's just this huge standing locked in place biggest one like dress type thing that's like locking him in place and he has these arms that have these like electric bands and it is the most like intimidating run up yeah. because he shoots these things at you and it's like this explosion yeah if it hits you your guy just lays there defenseless yeah oh, like yeah it's it's really so you have to like <laughs> basically make your way in between these like different barriers and he's shooting like, it's like lightning just like yeah, it's like lightning with the thunder at the same time. And then like get into the channels, like oh, kind of yeah. down and below. And if he hits around. you with it, like you said, like your guy falls back. I remember specifically watching you play this. <laughs> yeah, and you get hit by one of these, and your guy falls back into one of the channels, and you lay there for like thirty seconds, and you then you're like your guy's like, <sighs> like slowly yeah. gets back up, you know, and you're like, oh my, your guy is at the end yeah. of like everything. But like you said. He's lost everything. The only thing he has is this last bit of hope that he's clinging on to right. that defeating this last Colossi well, will end and, the journey okay. and, you know, no, bring, that's, bring I, this girl back. You yeah. Know, you know, hopefully. Yeah, not to interrupt, but I'm just, excited. I'm just excited here. But, like, it's amazing that the game can make you feel like that without mm-hmm. having these all these cutscenes, without having bringing up Last of Us. And I love Last of Us, so don't, you know, don't don't hate on me, but spoilers for last of us you know the heartbreaking scene in the beginning where joel's daughter dies and gets shot 
and you get the cut to the intro. I mean, those are impactful things, but like this makes you feel it. Yeah. Like you feel that kind of like, okay, I'm going to climb this thing. I'm going to kill it. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a different kind of and feeling. You only kind of get that feeling if you play it. Like if you are the one who has been taking these things down, if you felt this, and you and know, like it, weirdly accepting that like you're probably going to die right, at the end of this, right. like as a player is mm-hmm. an interesting concept for a game that it's like, that's kind of the point at, yeah. at the end of the day. You don't seem like you're getting, sacrifice. you don't seem like you're getting stronger. You know what I mean? Like the game, yeah. of course, you're getting a higher grip strength and you're getting more health. Yeah. But like, Get those gecko tails, you boy. Know, you as a water does not seem like he's, you know, buffing out from this this quest. Yeah, it like, seems no. like it's taking something away from him. Yeah, it's, I mean, it probably isn't. I mean, maybe towards the end, but it it feels like he's getting more tired the more you go yeah. on. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, yeah, like you said, you don't feel like you're getting stronger. Yeah. You just feel like you're just trying to make it to the next one yeah. and then the next one and then the next and one. Got what I love about this boss fight though is the timing on the bolts that he shoots at you. You have to time it so well to where like you roll and then the explosion hits right behind you just as you're dropping in. And yep. it's, I don't know how they quite got the timing so well, but it feels like it's, it's almost hit you every single time. Yeah. There is like some really great timing stuff in that game yeah. too. That is just like, like for a game of its age, especially, I think Which is, is why it's so this game good. came out on PlayStation Two. Yeah. Like, yeah. how did they? Yeah, manage to, and the game still looks good. I mean, like it has a little bit more like blurry. You could I mean, say. go back to Silent Hill games. Like people always complain about like that gun control. Which yeah. I'm sure there are even PS2 like Silent Hill games yeah. that are not as bad. But it's just for its time. Like the mechanics, the way it feels when you play it. Like, you know, you kind of run around in a circle and like you stop and your character kind of has like that two yeah. steps after, you know, yeah. and kind of sells into place. And that's almost what lends to like that puppet feeling because it's like mm. you're like literally throwing him around and he does a move a little bit outside of like what you are doing. Right. Like it's kind of cool. Right. Um, anyway, so you climb up Malice, as he's called, you get all the way to the top. And I mean, of course, this is the one where, as with all the Colossi, it can be frustrating when you are one or a couple hits away and you get thrown off, your grip runs out. This is, again, one of those Especially moments that I one. think, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to fall off this one and get all the way back up. But, two, you have to do kind of a complicated thing where you go stab its hand and then you shoot its shoulder so it moves its hand to its shoulder and then you can climb up on its head and finally, finally you take this thing down. And there's a really great kind of just cutscene where you know, they get to the temple, the other guys, they're looking for you. And then it cuts and it's just, it's sunny. The corpse of the Colossus is just there and you're like laying on the ground. And as they're getting there, they're like, oh no, all the idols are broken. And then Wander, of course, is sucked back to the temple. And then of course, I think the game, this is really is like, it It, it really catches you off guard because you're mm-hmm. like, what are they going to do? But they're like, oh no, like he's, He's too gone. We have to take him. And like a guy shoots you with a crossbow in the thigh. Yeah. And yeah. You fall and you get over. stabbed, like run through. And then the you sword. notice as you like get shot in the leg. And then later when you get stabbed that you shoot out black blood, just like the claw side. And it's yep. a great, like, you're like, oh, and it, like the tiny no. horns. It was like sprouted on the head. Yeah. This part is so, it's so creepy because you feel like all your work was kind of, you know, in like you, in a sense, I feel like you could, Kind of infer that you're being lied to, that there's yeah. some kind of weird. Yeah, that, no, that is what it feels like. Like thing going on, and but like when you actually like, so like, um, let me see, dorm, dorman, dorman, 
he like takes control of her body yeah. and like becomes this like colossi himself. Yeah. Like there's a big shadowy colossi. And this is after you've been shot. He like basically spawns out of your body. Yeah. And using you as a vessel. Yeah. Like, and you're so, the like, new colossi. Yeah. So fun. you're basically, you know, hunched over trying to like smash these people as they're trying to escape. You right? know, because like, let me, let me pause you guys. Yeah. Like, am yeah. I ahead? No, no, That's no, no, no. Next, right? There's a no. lot that happens. I just had a, a theory pop in my head. Oh, what's your mm. theory? Right. Okay. So, you know, at the end, how like you've obviously, <laughs> yeah, he farts. He sucks up all the Colossus souls and he's a big shadowy Colossus. Yeah. Do you think all the Colossus started out like that and then over time they like conglomerated materials around them? Like, as, like Dorman's age. true form. Yeah. Do you think like maybe. See, so, like, I don't a, even know if it's that. I think yeah. it's almost just like, like a Horcrux situation yeah. where they're just pieces of Dorman and it's like his form maybe at this point. But like, I guess it's never really explained like no. what it's Dorman even is really. Yeah. He's just some weird God. I mean, like, you know, he's forbidden. Like, you know, people yeah. don't come here. So you know, he took control like completely of of him at that point, you know, and so, you know, they had no choice like the soldiers to like do what they were doing. And, you know, at the same time, like he did steal the sword, you know, this like holy relic to kill these colossi, you know, and he took this woman like you don't know if this woman was used for maybe like a ritual sacrifice or maybe she's supposed to die as some kind of like symbol and maybe we don't know you know i actually i like the theory that like maybe this like wanderer was her executioner and he like the guilt he feels over it is what drives him that's kind of a cool Mm -hmm. i kind of like that yeah and so after you try to like destroy these guards and these as um, a class i which is great a little frustrating because you can't really move yeah you're kind of like but it's it's really fun to like lift up your army smash it's fun because (laughs) you feel like if i could just stand up if i could move but like you're confined to this temple, which it feels like, you know, you're magically confined because like you can't right. really do that much in there. Yeah. Um, and so they're kind of trying to go back up the way they came and the way that they came, there's like this pool mm-hmm. and this giant tower that they have to like run up these stairs yeah. to. And so the main priest guy or whatever, Lord Iman, yeah, doesn't he take off his mask at that point? And drop it into yeah, the Well, no, water, he takes or? the sword. He takes the, the holy sword that, you know, Wander had stolen and throws it in the pool. And the, that's, yeah, like, the, the spell that, like, yeah. draws them in, like, both Dorman and Wander. Yeah, and so what's, what's so cool about this part is, you know, you're he's trying to, like, claw away from being drawn into the pool. Dorman's, that whole, his whole, like, shower form is pulled into the pool, but then it's just you, Wanderer. Trying to not get sucked into the pool. Yeah, and yeah, it, you like know, they are still separate. Like at that point, yeah, like yeah, maybe there was a split. And this whole part, like I don't know if she moves or if he seems like you can like struggle against being pulled yeah, it's back. Like, it's like a vortex, literally until you give up. Like yeah, forever. Yeah. Fun fact: if you do a little jumping trick, you can get all the way back up to the front, and it's kind of a fun little. Yeah, thing, but you can't do anything. I mean, nothing yeah. else. Can you happens. get like caught behind like the altar yeah. or anything? Yeah, yeah. You just kind of keep yourself. But yeah, I think pool. I don't remember the quite. It's, sorry, no, no, you're good. Yeah, so you get you know eventually you succumb, you get pulled back. You never see Wander as who he was. Never sees this girl. I think Mono is her name or Mono. Mono, I don't know. Mono, Mono. I don't know. But you never see her actually wake up. 
And so, well, and so the funny thing is, is like, why is she even important at all to them? Because I guess not. They I mean, leave her. Yeah, they, they, totally they leave just her. leave. They just book it after like yeah. he casts that spell. Well, and it's almost like that spell makes the bridge collapse too. Exactly. Like, they sealed like something. as they're going apart. Dude, can you talk about that one guy who's like at the right. very edge of the bridge is disappearing? He's yeah. like, no, go, go. Well, yeah. that's what's so cool is the bridge doesn't just collapse. Like the pillars that are supporting yeah, it just go, vanish. Go, yeah. And like it, then it crumbles. It's, yeah. it's, a it's pretty really cool. cool. Yeah. And then she wakes up yep. and, you know, finds this Yeah, after water's been sucked into the pool, yep. she wakes up and continues. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when she finds him in the pool, like, it's just a horned, seemingly yeah. human baby, you know? But it's like, you know, you get the idea it's him, like, but, like, what has happened? Like, you don't really know. Yeah. But then they're, like, you know, it's implied they just live together after yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, but then this is also where... Oh yeah, yeah the, we see someone come back. Charlie. Yeah, the horse comes back. Broken yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah I. She's got to kill it, but you know, <laughs> take it out. Back. Yeah, and so you know, then she takes the baby. I know, and yeah, it's it's weird because Wander didn't have horns oh, yeah, goes before. To, she goes to the secret garden right up after that. Yeah, and so she goes the little baby, and of course, at that point, when I first finished this game, I was like, "What? Like, like does what she is? know who this? Like, what this is? And if they were romantically attached, that's a little weird. I guess not really. I mean. I would if I my mean, if my spouse or my you know partner got turned into a baby. I guess I would take care. You of You almost them. get the I mean, sense that like, she doesn't know at all. Well, and how would she? I mean, like, she just found a baby and she's in a fucking land yeah. where there's no one, there's nobody to talk and to. And that being said, Dorman did keep their promise. Like Dorman did bring her back to life. Yeah, that is true. Which is interesting. And a so, finger curls on the monkey's paw. Are right? they one? You know, and if not, why is he allowed to come back and not Dorman? You right. Know? So I think you know that, and of course they go back up to the garden at the top. Which fun fact, you can climb all the way up there. There's nothing really. You can eat the fruit up there, which actually doesn't increase your health, but takes it away. That's huh. fun fact. Isn't that just to make um, the game harder? Basically, I guess so. if you want to. But um. I don't, I don't freaking know. There's so many Easter eggs in this, and people always thought, like we talked about yeah. briefly earlier, that there was like these secret colossi that you could find if you could climb to the right place. Yeah. Or like, or if you got to the garden and you beat all the things on hard time attack, and then you can eat I a certain yeah. amount of fruit. And I remember you doing that. Yeah. I remember you yeah. That's why I did like it. The corners, like there's still some clouds here. I can go clear it. It's the corner of the map, and this cliff drop off, and you're like, maybe and there, if I climb this tree, and honestly, there's, there's yeah. some like because I did a lot of just exploring later on and like you know i think probably on the remaster and there's some awesome vistas there's like cool places where there's like a single tree on a cliff and yep. there's a vast drop and you see the wind and the ocean and it's oh, it's awesome it's beautiful yeah and it's not i don't know if they i mean it has to be somewhat intentional but it yeah. wasn't it was made to be a good game and it's like just graphically it just worked out i feel yeah. like and like the fog of war kind of like look yeah that it has too like we're like Things look only like misty or like far away sometimes, and mm-hmm. like I don't know, it's just got such a different visual look than anything I feel like that we've even had since. Yeah, it is a very unique looking game. Yeah. Like, like, like you said, I'm saying like way too much, and now I'm thinking about it. Oh, but on like that. PlayStation Two, obviously it looks like a PlayStation Two game, but it looks. It still looks good because graphically they did. I don't know what they They kind of leaned into yeah. like the pastel blurriness. Yeah. yeah. So it. It, it aged well, I think. Yeah. And it it, really you can go did. back and play it. And it's not like you go back, go back and play like Freedom Fighters. And you're like, man, this is a rough looking game. Yeah. But it's fun. Uh, but Shadow of the Colossus, you go, back, you go back and play it. And you're like, 
It's like this the is worst a, thing. Still a beautiful game. Worst thing you're gonna see. You grab it on some hair, and you're like on a colossi being thrown around, and it'll like you know you won't really see the hair like yeah, connect. Yeah. Like there are like these kind of slight weird things, but it doesn't ever bother yeah. you like graphically. And so, I think. What I always assumed, and I think, I don't know how much, I've never played Ico, like I said, or Ico, but, so the main character in Ico is a, like a horned boy that has horns, and so I almost wonder if, like, Shadow of the Colossus is supposed to be kind of the prequel story to that, like how Mm. the line of cursed children was born by so-and-so. I kind of wonder if it's something like that. I wish I knew more about those games, because, like, like you said, I never played either of them, yeah. like the one before. Well, and you know, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I think you can access Eco through. They did a what? There's a PlayStation Three bundling of Ico and Shadow of Colossus. Hmm. I never played the Last Guardian. I know Last Guardian wasn't that well received. I was excited for it, but to be honest, when I was like, "Oh, it's your boy. You're a little boy. And you got to run around with this animal." I'm like, ah, "But Shadow of Colossus, though. Like, how can you? How can you beat that feeling of just riding out?" go down to the deep ditch and you fight the little one the Colossus is scared of fire I mean you have to catch a thing on fire and this thing is like fast and runs you over or the one where you have to like tempt it into breaking the pillars and you know I mean like comparing the last guardian to that I'm like doesn't seem that interesting (laughs) you know what I mean so some of this enigmatic stuff about the connections of the things are also like kind of exaggerated by the fact that there was these splits in the development team as far mm. as like some of these ideas went. Interesting. So like prior to the start of the project, just reading this from the wiki, Team Ico assessed the opportunity to establish it as a sequel to their first game. The suggestion was opposed by certain staff members who argued that the story and gameplay of their preceding title was largely self-contained and that the existence of consumer demand for a new Ico game was questionable. So mm. it's like you know, yeah, it almost like was like uh, it's almost left in the air, but there they are... probably did. I mean, they probably just like it's just just those tenuous connections, right? That's mm-hmm. that's yeah. all you have. I mean, I it's mean, just kind of like yeah, you know, we're just using kind of. And I like I like that it's left alone. Like I like that they're yeah. never going to clarify if that's the case. I they're... like that you can build that own thing. You be like, hi, oh, that's canon in my head. Yeah, yeah. So they're just using aspects from you know the games that they have to kind of just create this world that isn't necessarily connected, but it's. Right. Connected in a way, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's a very fascinating... Oh. There's so much open to your own personal interpretation. <laughs> I feel like depending on when you played this game, you like felt differently about yeah. it. You know, if you played yeah. when you were no. 15, 20, or... Yeah. I wonder if it came out today, what we'd think about it. God, you know I, what I mean? For I like the first great. time. Yeah. This is another cool little tidbit on the developer, Uida. Uh, he wanted the game's presentation to basically represent the density of a painting. Mm. Like, that was kind of his vision. Yeah. So he, like, visited all these, like, apparently uh, landmarks here in Western United States, like Death Valley and the Grand Canyon, to design a lot of the <laughs> you setting. Can definitely, yeah. And you can kind of see You can kind of tell, yeah. Like. Just, like, the emptiness of, like, sometimes when driving through Oklahoma and you're just, like, in this empty oh, highway. especially, dude. You got to some of these you counties wind, outside of Tulsa. Like Black Mesa area, yeah. too. Yeah, God, I the, I, the, the wind in Child of Classes, I know it's such a weird thing to gravitate towards, but the hollow wind sound, just the... Well, no, when you're riding across the bridge to fight so the good. second Colossi, yeah. and you just hear the water beneath you, mm-hmm. you hear mm-hmm. the wind, you hear that like that lone eagle or rave, yeah. um, you know, falcon or whatever it is. The and, phalanx. And you just... You know, just... 
that's it for like the game until you get to Colossus and then you hear the music. Yeah, it, it's it's a super kind of like Dark Souls. Dark Souls does that where it you're just like walking through it. <laughs> I, I it's like Dark Souls, guys. Yeah. I guarantee you, Dark Souls was heavily influenced. Especially, by especially tonally, its presentation. Demon Souls, especially because, like, if you play Demon Souls PS3, like that game's kind of empty, but it's not bad that it's empty. Yeah. Like, there's just quiet moments where you're like, "What's going on?" I when get you, the idea. This was very intentionally oh, made yeah. to be solitude and empty, and not even they even say they didn't want a lot of interaction with the environment necessarily. Yeah. When so. you play Demon Souls, especially as, like you know the knight, you know you have your armor like you know banging around stuff like that and you beat the gray demon you go in you spawn back in to where like the dragon lord is or like, yeah. his actual name the dragon god that's his name and like so you just hear him roaring and just you're walking to these huge halls like that's all you need to create this ambience and this like this is what the future that you're going to face is going to be yeah. you're going to have to face this at some point yeah is a little underwhelming, but it yeah, is still very that's cool. okay. Do you guys have any other games that you feel like hit that like kind of remote, kind of solitude, like in their own stride type of thing? Because uh, like the first thing I think about is almost even like Ocarina of Time, yeah, and even uh, Dark Cloud. Like uh, yeah. for me, kind Dark of Cloud especially those feelings a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I would say like Journey again for me. Journey is interesting though because you pair up with somebody, yes, and so. You form that bond, that similar type of unspoken bond as mm-hmm. you do kind of with your horse. Where And what's great about Journey is that it's an actual other player that you can't actually communicate with. You can just kind of chime to. Yeah. And you have and different symbols. Man, I tell you what. Journey, we'll have to do an episode over Journey. Yeah, it's time, a really good Journey one. is just a powerful game. I mean, I, I've played that game and been like heartbroken when somebody gets lost. Or like, I remember one of my favorite memories is I finished the game with someone where we like... Because you get you lose somebody and you're like trying to find them and you're like running around chirping for them. Yeah. And then like finish the the journey with this guy and he like at the end there's like this sand that kind of trails and he like traced out a little heart and then we both like walked into the little end together. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I was like I never knew this person. Yeah. Who who is this person? I have yeah. no idea and who this like, person you, even is. You could just be like, hey, the other person remembers that as well and tells that story yeah. to their friends too. You it's know a I really mean? unique it's, game, and I like that. That one is like especially shut off. Yeah. Like it has that hard rule of like we there's no talking characters yeah. or anything, you know. And like there are levels of that because you know Shadow of the Colossus is definitely like pretty bare bones as far as like yes. you know speech narration and how much you're given. And then you know these other games like I mentioned, like mm-hmm. even Dark Cloud has more like conversation and stuff but i feel like it's more the world that you're in that yeah. makes that kind of cool solitude um vibe that you know i think is really neat do the music of the play for you because you might not remember the music for dran when you fight him <laughs> in the beginning of the first cave is so freaking good yeah there's some good music in the well, two episodes over dark cloud dude yeah. but uh, <laughs> oh my gosh but um you know, I could keep going about... Yeah, we're almost at an hour and 20 minutes. I could keep going about Shadow of the Colossus. I could talk a lot about, you know, how it uses isolation and stuff. But, of course, we'll save that. Which because, we talked about in a previous yeah. episode. Which we did talk about in a previous episode. Yeah. It so is, a lot of that stuff... It's great. The music yeah. is one oh, thing I do want to shout out. Yeah. The music in Dark Cloud... Or not Dark Cloud, but uh, Shadow of <laughs> the Colossus. The music in Dark Cloud is great, great also. But Shadow of the Colossus, I mean, the, right when you... The first cutscene, the... Mm. The flute. Yeah, yeah, it's just 
Oh, yeah. Very uh, kind of like Studio Ghibli-esque. Like it's very, it feels like it has very much that energy going on with yep. it. Like, yeah. But then that. it just goes into like these like rapid fire orchestras. Mm-hmm. Like when you go into these boss scenes, you know, with these colossi and it's just like, yeah. oh my god! I mean, it's, like you, you know, feel it. You get your heart pumping. I'm, like, so there is boom. nothing like when you're on the wing of that bird for the first yeah. time. And the music hits as soon as you're on the wing of the bird. It's so yep. freaking cool. Yeah. That game gets your it gets your blood pressure up. Oh, and, like. and, and then you get knocked <laughs> off the bird, the music fades off, trails yeah. off, and you push it in the yeah. water and it's all quiet again. Yeah. And that bird swoops back <laughs> in. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, phenomenal. it's an amazing, an amazing game. Yeah. I'm well, sure it still holds up in every way oh. too. Like Well, and I'll say, you know, I haven't played the remaster within the last several years. I just watched a YouTube video. I but I play this game enough to where like I feel like I could go through it again pretty fast. Did they throw in any more Colossi in the remaster? They did not. Oh, which they could. It shows a lot of restraint. They did add like collectible like coins you can find throughout oh. the land. Do they unlock like artwork or anything? Or maybe I don't know. Who knows? They kept it pretty faithful though. Sure. Yeah. Which that was a big thing with the remaster. I was like, I'm gonna be another one. Yeah. Just like you do. Dead Space Remaster. You know what? That better come out this year Man. on Halloween. Did you see Elden so Ring got delayed again another month? Is Did it coming out in February? Or? Uh, no, it's like going to be Did March it actually now. get delayed? Yeah, for another month. I saw that. Why are they kicking Let me hear. Let's end the, the episode and we'll have a little bit of extra sure, recorded yeah, yeah, yeah. conversation. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. No, I'll well, go ahead in the episode here. No, Guys, thanks for no, listening. No, what are you doing? Yeah. I'll talk us out and then this can just be bonus. So be the- well, yeah, but I'm going to cut it into like a different recording so it's easier. <sighs> we can throw that up and... I can just cut out whatever. Let me here. Let mm-hmm. me let me mm-hmm. end this episode. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I'll tell you. When, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. It's not like I'm the production guy. With <laughs> Everyone, thank you. Laptop. There's so no much. way to edit this at all. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Rack and Tear Collection, all Collection. about Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. My name is Charlie. Been joined oh. by Jack, and of course, mm-hmm. hopefully, a recurring guest Michael, who now it will return to his dungeon for the next I don't know year. Oh, you know. Here's the key. <laughs> However long. But if you like what we do over here at the Racketeer Collection, uh, send us a message. I'm not going to say like our socials because I, that's not what's important to Who me. Who gives but, a flying frick? Yeah. But, uh, I mean, us, you can. It's easy. Yeah, like send us a message. Like if you, if this remember, episode. You can always unsubscribe later. <laughs> yeah, right. You can always, if you, it's, it's free. You can always unsubscribe. Yeah. Uh, but what if you. Sad pitch. <laughs> but yeah, if you, if you really like this episode, like if you listen to this and you're like, man. These guys would be so fun to just hang out and talk with them. I listen to a ton of podcasts myself, and I have that feeling. I'm like, man, it'd be so cool to like know this person. I would love to know you. Send us a message. Send it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just send us, send it, send us something. Even if it's just a hey, like like podcast. Yeah, or- I would love to hear something like that. Especially for our listeners who are overseas, if there are any who are listening right now. Mm-hmm. I know we get little bumps all over the world. I don't really know how real that is because, like, I if you look, it's like, oh, hey, the major cities of the world. Have a yeah. podcast download. I'm like, is it some government service that's just checking, just making sure that we're not like, doing anything <laughs> weird? Yeah. Some some person. Yeah, we had better watch from, like, out, North we had, Korea. I think we were listening from China, and I was like, who the heck in China is listening? That's pretty. Cool. I mean, you guys talk a lot about video games, and it, I mean, that's not completely crazy. Like, yeah. it is not crazy. Yeah. Send us a message, and everyone, we're gonna go ahead and hop into a little bit of a post episode. Just rando discussion. Mm. Not for you. It's only for patrons. Humans. Sorry. 
Yeah, if you want to, you know, Patreon, Sorry. you can subscribe there for a dollar, two dollars, yeah, whatever. We have different tiers, whatever you want. Yeah. You get some Discord access, some behind the scenes. Yeah. And honestly, you got to submit some questions for the podcast as well that we'll mm. answer on air. Um, on air. On air. We'll so, do it live. I'm going to tease a little, you know, we've talked about potentially yeah. uh, doing some uh, tabletop recording. Uh, oh, and, oh, and, Patreon exclusives? And, yeah, possibly. You know, we, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. I like the idea of doing tabletop. But we have a lot of fun. Um, a lot. Real, real lighthearted, um, and you know, so that could be fun. You know, it could be real fun as we could actually like live stream uh, the tabletop stuff. That'd be fun. Uh, the then I'd feel like there's this pressure to be like critical role, and it's like, oh, I just want to play D and D and have well, fun. Yeah, yeah. You you know? it'd be fun to make it a little bit more for production to add like some music. Oh, and well, we kind of just, stuff like that, and some like cool voiceovers for like certain moments. You know, yeah, or like in between. You know, you got your little like interlude. Where it's like, and thus, okay, this is a, this I'm is, singing wind. This is Patreon content, Charlie. In the episode, everybody, uh, why we love what you. A, what would happen if we just never ended? The we'll episode? talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. 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 Music. <laughs>